Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. The great ones, they're different. They really are. Not better, just different. Sure, there's a physical power, a mental strength, a complex but resolute constitution too. There's a whole lot more than just the measurables. That's something else, that intangible. It separates us from them. Welcome to the Legend Series on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. 100 years since their last premiership, this week, the Bears were part of my football education. With a breeze off the harbour to sit under the trees in the winter sunshine at North Sydney Oval was something special. Such history, and there's no more red and black than this bloke. But who is Greg Florimo? Who is Greg Florimo? I guess it's a work in progress, Andy. Um quite sure whether I'm, I'm there just yet, but right now Greg Florimo is um, a fairly comfortable, contented human being yep. in his skin um, with, you know, a desire of ambition and, and inspiration still to go, um, but certainly looking at what – life has been for me now or in the past and what life holds for me in the future. Sort of, I guess I'm in that little reflective period of my life. Yep. Um, but I think that's obviously been it's evolved or shaped by my life experiences and what I've done, I've connected with. Yep. Um, and, you know, those have been many and varied over, mm. over time. But I think right now, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty good. You are seen by all and sundry as the red and black of the North Sydney Bears. It's 100 years this year. It's 100 years this week since the Mighty Bears won their last premiership. Very cool. Very special time for the club. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, we don't have too many to celebrate, and we've done a. We've made a point of this year, um, just tipping our hat to the 1922 team and, yeah. and doing a few things. And um, one of those things is like having the red number on the back of the jerseys, which is what they what they did yep. in those days. So, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's been a good season. Lots of energy around the place. Yep. Um, not only the celebration of 100 years, but we've got two new girls teams or one new girls team. Um, come in in addition to our, our current women's team. 
Um, and they bring a lot of energy and, yeah. uh, you know, and influence to the way the footy club, yeah. to the club is. So uh, with that going on and then there's this potential thing of maybe, maybe this could happen back into the NRL. There's, there's lots of things happening. It's a nice place to be. Your love affair with the Bears, officially it started game one for you, March 22, 1986. It was round three. It was your debut. Were you a Bear growing up? Yeah, I was young. We were living at Willoughby, so um, I jump on the uh, 257 um, to Balmoral Beach, get off at Falcon Street there, come up to the, to the ground, um, do my time watching my heroes, though, and yeah. I just saw Billy Hamilton and, um, and Johnny Gray, those guys come onto the field, big men, and to, to yeah. do that. So um, I, was, I was a fan, definitely. And and then I was realised at a young age that I you know loved playing footy yep. and maybe I could emulate some of those boys one day and wanted to play on that oval. Do you remember debut day against Canterbury? Yeah, I do, I do. I remember it because there was a lot of fanfare and fuss about it. Yeah, I'd actually played the week before in this national Panasonic Cup. Yep. Um, so that wasn't the, the premiership proper, yeah. so it wasn't recognised. But I was up against Mal that night. Midweek footy, kids. Midweek, midweek footy. footy. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, that that particular day was, um, um, you know, it was made famous because I had headgear on and I'd, I'd fallen off my skateboard the day before, and and the um, and the coach asked me to, rem- to, what am I doing wearing headgear? I said, I got stitches. How'd you do that? And then, of course, the media asked, and that's, that's where it went from there. A bit of a story of it. A skateboard kid. You were a baby. You were 19 at the time of your first grade debut. Younger audience listening to this would say, so what? That's not a big deal. I tell you, in the mid-'80s, it was a big deal. Guys now are far younger getting into first grade. It was an exception to the rule back then. Fair call? Absolutely. Well, you had three grades on one day. Yeah. You, you were under 23s, reserve grade, or it became third grade, reserve grade, and then first grade, and yeah. you had to earn your stripes. And if you had a good game in under 23s, well, you might sit on the bench for reserve grade. And if you had a good game in reserve grade, yeah. you might sit on the bench in first grade. And that's all you wanted was to stick around, and they'd, you'd look in the dressing room, and they'd say, can you put on a jersey and say, Ripper, I'm on the yeah. bench. Um, so it was, it was always exciting to, to get there. But, you know, I only played a few games, half a season in, in reserve grade. But I learned then um, that it was about sort of self-protection out there. You, you, had, yeah. you had to get in before you got got. Yeah. So it was about running hard, tackling hard, and, and hopefully, you know, your body stood up to it. So that's the way I went in. As a young bloke coming in, you would have been a target for the grizzled old veterans, especially in the middle of the park. Can you recall any particular opponents that decided they may pay some special attention to you? Oh, Welcome to first grade. I always liked the, the players that came in with a bit of a reputation yeah. for hitting. So uh, Johnston, Peter Johnston at yes. Parramatta, I'd, I'd, I'd single him out. I'd go right out and I'd run at him as hard as I could. Ronnie right. Gibbs. At Manly, I'd, I'd, I'd aim for those guys. Cement at, at, at Canterbury, David wow. Gillespie, I'd say, right, because I always thought if I, was, if I wasn't ready for them, they were going to get me, so I was, going in, I was going in first. But that was my mindset, that if I saw them in front of me, well, I wasn't looking away at defence, I was just going to go at them and not give them the chance. 
Is that what separates you guys, you elite guys, from the rest of us that didn't make it? My logic says to me, if I am lucky enough to play first grade, I'm running the other way from David Gillespie. I'm not going anywhere near Ronnie Gibbs. You guys see it as a challenge. It motivates you. It drives you. Well, it's probably a smart approach, your approach, but I think it's about challenges. And if there's a challenge in front of you and you're a chance of of winning that challenge, well, take it on. Mm. Take it on. And that's what I always thought. And and I think it's about the the mechanics of the game. And it was about getting that quick play of the ball. And I know that, okay, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to give them a dominant shot. I'm going to get this play of the ball as quick as I can. So I'm going in to go over the top of him. Just get ready for that next play. 86, what a footy side. In it, guys like the late Olsen Filipina, Clayton Friend, Mark Graham. Genuinely tough men. You were, you were safe. Yeah, it's amazing the, the Kiwi contingent we had over the years, but there, there's three internationals that were in that team that, that I came into in 86, and, and I learned a lot of footy outside Olsen, let me tell you, you know, in terms of just being direct, yep. taking on the defence. Um, and formed a wonderful relationship because he came back to reserve grade when I was coming through. So we okay. we made the semis there in eighty five, you know, eighty six. Sorry, eighty six because he was dropped back. Um, um, and we played out at the SCG, and um, I learned a lot from him. Same as Clayton Friend, an international player mm. with a, 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 a tough mindset. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're right, and and um, Clayton loved to to be the aggressor to be Wasn't he? the alpha male out there. Is part of the process having these older, tougher men around you and learning about footy but learning about life and becoming a man? Because guys like Mark Graham would not have taken any crap from a youngster, but they would have also been very accommodating with their time and, a, and played a mentoring role if you really wanted to learn and better yourself, I would have thought. That's what the clubs are all about. There was, it, there was, I guess you'd call it a hierarchy maybe in that yeah. you've got your senior players, you've got your younger players, and you've got everything in between. And, and there was an unwritten rule that the senior players set the standards and, 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 and the way they played and partied and, and carried on and, and held themselves was, was the way mm. you, know, you, you were expected to. So, you know, I, I found that... Um, the worst thing is if I got to training and, and one of the boys would come up and tap you on the shoulder and say, what about you the other night or what, what about your behaviour? Yep. You know, that was the biggest thing we feared. So, well, I feared. So, Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. I think having those senior players as mentors and, and just you know, staying within 
guidelines that they sort of set through example, through actions, mm. um, was really important because, you know, <laughs> it's not just your father and your uncle and your neighbour. You need as many men in, yep. and leaders in your life that you can just, you know, form your own person. Again, 2022 has seen its share of negative headlines and we're not going to single anyone out. I could tell the story and relay the stories of what I think may have happened, but if you would have gone out with as a team on a Saturday night and you had misbehaved yourself in a manner that we have seen over the last couple of years, what would have happened from a Mark Graham or a, a Steve Hansen? Um, one of the older, more experienced guys, would they pull you aside on the spot and leave you in no uncertain terms that you need a change of attitude? Yeah, I, well, I think if it was of a you know, serious public nature, they'd probably have to line up because it would be the club management yep. straight up. But um, maybe not. You know, if it's if it's something that's not as serious as that, you might get pulled into line. But I, yeah. it's just that feeling I think of, well, disappointment. Yeah. Um, you, you might have let somebody down. Mm. Might have lost some respect, mm. which you've worked so hard to earn. Yeah. Um, on the field, that was the fear. Mm. That that was that was where I think the teaching was. A lot of sometimes you'd get a tap on the shoulder, and they might say. Wouldn't be too much about off the field, but on the field, come on, we need you to work a bit harder. Yep. or need you to turn up here in in attack or defence. And but you know, you got the sense that if you stepped out of line, that there was going to be a little bit of reper- repercussion. Oh, how the game misses it. We move <laughs> on. You elite guys, I believe, are perfectionists. As I've learned, some of you have a fear of failure. Second place in anything is, is absolutely unacceptable. How frustrating across your Bears journey was it that you guys got so close so often but never there? Very frustrating. The most frustrating point is that I have to live with it. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it still doesn't take away from the fact the brilliant things that we achieved, the relationships that I yep. developed, people that I got to know, the places that I got to go. Mm. And that's the way I've got to look at it. Yep. Um, if I look at it any other way, it can be totally depressing. Yeah. And, you know, the amount of people that come up and, and, and talk about what if, what, what could have been. Um, and it's, you know, what could have been, might have been, but at least I was in there in the battle. Absolutely. You know, and I, I comfort myself with that. And, and it also drives me to, to try and bring mm. success to the club now. Galaxyfinance.com.au. Ask for Leanne for a free chat. Is there one missed opportunity? Is there, is there a moment, a game, a year that if you could just have that one over again, you could change it? Yeah. Oh, look, there was four. It was four years we, we got to that penultimate game, but I reckon 97 where, mm. um, you know, we, we, we fought back to a lead with 10 minutes to go, I think yep. it was, and so tight it came down to a field goal or a goal missed. Um, and, you know, after um, yeah, 94, 96, 97, um, 91, 
I, I was. I just thought, oh, I'm not going to get another chance. Yeah, this is it. This is it. I did a Legend series interview with Wally Lewis last year. He told the story of being approached by Norse, saying yes, until his dad said no. In a hypothetical world, the king arriving, the likelihood of others following, things could have been so different from that one moment, couldn't they? Yeah, well, you know... You're looking at me like you're unaware of the Wally No, I, I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I'm just I'm thinking about some of the other stories that are out there of players who... Might have been yeah. in offers that went out, but I, but I, I, and I thought about it, and I look back at who the Bears have recruited over the years, yep. and I think it's been a really strong um, part of our success yeah. in the talent that they've been able to bring to the club. Yep. So, you know, Wally Lewis would have been fantastic, you know, if he played back row or centres or something, but he's not uh, getting into that. <laughs> jersey. Um, yeah, but you know, many, many of could would have could have but didn't. Um, yeah. But I still think there were plenty that did. Yeah, some really good names. Sitting on the grass or under the trees at North Sydney Oval, a bit of sunshine, a breeze off the harbour, a hot dog or two, a beer, watching footy and watching all three grades. There was nothing better. Nothing better in rugby league. It's lost mm. in the in the modern stadiums, it, and it's sad because. We're roughly the same vintage, but to be able to do that at North Sydney Oval, you know, great childhood memories, and I'm sure you have the same. It was a full day. Yeah. You packed your lunch, you had your program, and then you marked out in the third, in the under-23s, who was going okay. Yeah. You'd do your scrum count, your penalty count. Yes. And then you'd flip it over to the second grade, and then you'd have, at the end of the day, you'd have your recollection of what that day looked like. Yep. And and it was it was... Part of families, you know, that was their day out. That's yeah. part of their culture and they, part of their, their memories and their stories now. You can still go to Sydney Oval, but it's not the same with one game. It's still beautiful, a wonderful place to watch the game. But we have a retro ra- round this weekend where we have things like the footy doubles, the doubles on the main coming back. We yeah. have, you know, a number Love of other little things, the Cornettos that were sold. Yeah. You know, we started on what can we do for retro round, and there were so many things that we we, we sort of came up with. Yeah, um, get the ref dressed in white with a with a big starch collar and yep, um, all sorts of things. But That's terrific. It's it's a different time now. Centre five eight lock. What was your favourite position? Also, what position do you believe you played your best footy in? Well, it's 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 an interesting one. I think I played most of my first grade career as a, a um, as a five eight, yep. probably a, a smaller percentage as a centre, and an even smaller percentage as a lock, and an even smaller percentage as a back row. Yeah. So, but then if you look at um, my, I came into grade as a centre. Yep. I played for Australia as a lock. Yep. I played most of my footy as a five eight. Um, so yeah, I I, I don't think. I remember turning up to training one night as a centre and Frank Stanton was my coach and he had a he had a confidant, I'm not sure who it was. He said, oh, this bloke, John or whatever, he said, he doesn't think you're a 5'8". Wow. I said, oh, really? He said, but I'm going to try it there this weekend. I said, oh, OK. So I didn't go in with a lot of confidence, um, but I knew that, you know, it was. I think Olsen was in reserve grade at that time, so he, I knew he must have fancied me. So yeah. I had to sort of grow into that role. 
develop a bit of a kicking game. I knew I, centre was easy because I could run hard and just yeah. do the little things, but now there was a bit more responsibility at 5'8", which I, which I didn't mind. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth, personal and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. Their stories are simply amazing. The Rugby League Superpod drops in time for your weekend. It's full on and the hottest podcast on the market with at least a dozen interviews every episode. Current day superstars and former legends drop into chat footy and share plenty of laughs. It's loose, we love it and you will too. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to the stars themselves? Then on Saturday, the Firebrand Weekend Session is a new addition to our lineup. We're chatting with the players and coaches about barbecues, beers, and who you'd invite to your place for the perfect weekend session. It's hilarious. To keep the content coming, we'd ask if you could spare 30 seconds when you're done here and leave us a five-star rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. It's huge for us as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends.